Welcome to Realoran International Ministries Incorporated with Anne Elizabeth, where real people meet a real God. Welcome to Realoran. I'm so delighted that you have joined me once again for our look and our lesson at holiness. Holiness is simply purity. It's being immaculate and complete. Doesn't that sound good to be pure? to be immaculate and to be complete, very sound-minded, excellent, like Lord, the Lord. Uh, so let us uh, continue on this path. You know, holiness is the obedience of faith. You know, we've heard so much about faith. I grew up and listened to the people that uh, teach on faith, and I am very grateful for their lives and their work because um, they, they're very good at what they teach, you know. That without faith, believing in God and believing He can do all things, and that one He wants to do all things for us, you know. Um, he's given us a covenant we can count on. It's solid. We might have to wait uh, for what we want, but that's uh, called faith and patience. And we know that through faith, believing God and patience, waiting, right, with a good attitude, that we will inherit uh, the promise. So it's really interesting. It's a great journey with God on the earth. And then God takes us into the beautiful, stunning uh, place called heaven. And it's just astounding. You know, uh, I've never seen my mother as happy as she was in heaven. It is beautiful. She's um, just absolutely delighted to be there. And I was shocked to see her. You know, I buried her and wept like nobody's business. I mourned for years. She was my best friend, you know. And uh, But when I got to see her and her joy and delight and freedom, that's the word I would say about her. She was so free, you know. She wasn't bound up anymore. She was totally free and stunning and so at peace, you know, just in a perfect state called heaven. We don't want to miss heaven. So holiness is a part of the obedience of faith. We have faith. We believe God that he's going to take care of us. We know that God is. It, you know, it says, he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder. God is great. There's nothing uh, negative about God. Everything about God is positive and hopeful and, and um, beautiful. God is beautiful. But obedience is beautiful. Because when we obey God, which is a part of faith, then we're safe and we will inherit all to life, uh, in life, and, and then all in heaven. There's so much. There's actually five crowns that God wants to give you and place upon your head. Um, you'll find out about those as you continue in your study of the Word and through your different studies in Realoran as well. But uh, Romans 1, 1 through 6 reads, Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ. So Paul went to Jesus, and he probably daily, and said, Good morning, Lord, you know. Uh, how can I serve you today? What do you want me to do today? What is my task? What, what mandate? What job? What project do you want me to do today? Where would you have me go, Lord? See, Lord means boss. See, Lord, boss. Jesus Christ. And so Paul, a servant of Jesus, what can I do for you, Lord? Right? 
called to be an apostle, which is really a spiritual entrepreneur under the hand of God to build a certain work for the souls of the nations, separated unto God and unto the gospel of God. Paul was separated for that work to penetrate society with reality, which is the gospel of God, the book of life, the Holy Bible, which he had promised before by his prophets in the Holy Scriptures. Concerning his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, which was made of the seed of David, according to the flesh, and declared to be the son of God with powers according to the spirit of holiness. You know, when you say, I love Jesus, well, then you're going to know Jesus by reading the word of God and know that Jesus is holy. Jesus is perfectly pure. Jesus is immaculate. And Jesus is complete. So if you say, I'm a friend of Jesus, then you're going to want to be like Jesus. We are to follow Jesus. We are to be transformed into the image of Jesus. And you will leave iniquity, and you will get a trash bag, and you will rid your home of, of, uh, of iniquity. Maybe your home is full of alcohol, tobacco, drugs. Um, you know, I see big bongs and, and all kind of stuff. Maybe you're into um, false gods, false religions, yoga, meditation, Satanism, who knows? But God will have you clean your life out. And, and he will blow things out of your, your spirit and out of your flesh and put his spirit within you. And he will help you to, re, he will rebuild your life in purity and wholeness. And because uh, Jesus, if you love Jesus, you say, well, I love Jesus. Then you love the fact he's holy, he's pure, he's immaculate, and he's complete. And you will want to be like Jesus because you were born to be like Jesus. In Genesis chapter 1 and verse 26, is, God is speaking. He said, let us, the Son and the Holy Ghost, let us make man in our image. And in our image, he made male and female. God is a male. I've seen God and the Holy Ghost and Jesus. They're male. But they made the female from the rib of Adam so that Adam had a helpmeet and had a companion along life, marriage. And, and from marriage, you know, the earth has been multiplied with people. But Jesus is holy. And so that is part of the faith by whom you have received grace and apostleship for obedience to the faith. Let's read that. See, we talk about grace, but let's read this again. By whom we have received grace and apostleship. Why? Why do we receive grace? It says right here, for obedience to the faith. We're supposed to obey the faith. The faith is the word of God, the doctrine of God, the doctrine of Christ, uh, in all of its different forms. For his name, among whom are you also the called of Jesus Christ? God commands all of us to come out and be separate. Second uh, Corinthians six fourteen through 18. Be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with unrighteousness? In what communion has light with darkness? And what concord has Christ with Belial? Or what part has he that believes with an infidel? 
And what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God. You know, you are actually a temple with the Spirit of God living in you. And God calls you a temple. And temples don't participate in sin. They don't smoke cigarettes, the temple of God doesn't smoke cigarettes and drink highballs and go to wine-tasting parties. The temple of God doesn't read porn and go through all the Hollywood's flicks. The temple of God is not a homosexual. The temple of God is not an adulterer or fornicator or a liar or a gossiper or a slanderer. The temple of God doesn't lie and cheat and swindle. The temple of God perfects holiness, perfects purity, and therefore is made complete and immaculate by God. And God said, I will dwell in them, I will dwell in you, and I will walk in you, God. And I will be their God, I will be your God, and they shall be my people, and you shall be his people. Wherefore, come out, come out from among them, and be separate, says the Lord. And touch not the unclean thing. The temple of the Lord shouldn't be smoking. You know, I smoked for years. I drank. I did, you know, I was a sinner. And I thank God that God has been able to transform my life and continues to transform my life. But I have departed iniquity. You need to depart iniquity as well. And God says when you depart and touch not the unclean thing, he will receive you and will be a father to you, and you shall be his sons and daughters, says the Lord God Almighty. There is no better dad in the whole world than to have God as your father. You know, there's some times where he's, he puts us in a training mode, and he he refines us, and he polishes us so that we're, he can wear us as his jewelry, the Bible says. We are his stones, Uh, you know, his jewelry. He just loves us so much. And he's always refining us and transforming us and making our mind clearer and our sharper and our intelligence, you know, if you were sharpening up something, you know. Um, Even women, how how the nails are done, you know, to make them perfectly square, however you like yours, you know. That's how he's always working on you, to make you perfect. He only wants the very best for you and your safety and your inheritance. He wants you to have absolutely everything. But we're not going to have anything if we don't depart iniquity. We're going to have death. We're going to have destruction. We're going to have ruin. We're going to have sorrow. We're going to then have eternal separation from God and a place that he made for the devils. But the rebels that follow the devil go there too. So God expects us to be unblameable in holiness. This is the goal. What does God want out of me? He wants you to be like him. He wants you to be holy. He wants you to be pure. He wants you to be blameless and complete. 1 Thessalonians chapter 3, beginning in verse 12. And the Lord make you to increase and abound in love, one toward another and toward all men, even as we do toward you. To the end, he may establish your hearts unblameable in holiness, purity, immaculate before God, even our Father, at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ with all the saints. Isn't that wonderful? 
that God takes us out of the dirt and out of the sin and out of the bondage and out of the chains and out of the depravity and out of the void and out of the torment and out of demon possession. And he reaches in like he did for me and he cut me loose from all that and washed me in his blood and filled me with his spirit, gave me the truth, took me on tours, has worked with me every day since. It's been 19 years now. What a great gift God has given for all of us to be His. If you're not His today, just say, Father, I want to be Yours. I know that I am in desperate need of You. I know that I've tried to run my life. I've run it right into the ground. I wasn't made to run my own life. I was made for You to run my life. I give You my life. Wash me. Fill me. (laughs) Clean me. Make me. Right? And the goodness of God will saturate your soul. And the angels of the Most High God will rejoice over you. And they will write your name in the Lamb's Book of Life and keep you and surround you all the days of your life. We just need to take this seriously, as I found out in 2001. This is serious stuff. God doesn't want to lose any of us. John 6, 39. And we are to serve God in holiness without fear. I'm not afraid God's going to hurt me. But I, what the fear of the Lord means is that I know what he wrote and that he does what he writes and that I will reap what I sow because he's no respecter of persons. And so I know how to be blessed by God and not corrected where there's loss. Or to be cursed by God. Amen? So, Luke 1, 68-75. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people and has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David. As he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our fathers, and to remember his holy covenant, the oath which he swore to our father Abraham, that he would grant unto us that we being delivered out of the hand of our enemies might serve him without fear. I love God. And it's always, you know, love you, Lord. Love you, Lord. He's, he's, he is love. We don't need to be afraid, but we just need to be intelligent. And if he says, if you go this way, it'll ruin your life. If you go this way, it'll bless your life. If you go this way, you'll end up in eternal fire. If you go this way, you'll end up in eternal life. Who are we going to believe? Are we going to believe the devil that comes into our gardens and says, Did God really say you would die if you sin? That's basically what he said to Eve. And then he brought the separation between God and Eve. And she was taken out of paradise and onto the earth. Her and her husband. and I mean, God dealt with them out there, but they lost. We just don't want it. We don't want to be separated from the Lord. 
we need to put on the new man every day and uh, crucify the flesh and its sensual desires and passions and be transformed into the image of Jesus and let our spirit and our, our be, be a, become a new creature, become a new creation. Ephesians 4, 17 through 24. We must have behavior that is holiness. Titus 1, 15 through Titus 2, 15. And we must um, just continue to, to do what God has said all the way out of here. For God commands holiness. Leviticus eleven forty four through 45. For I am the Lord your God. You shall therefore sanctify yourselves. That means cleanse yourselves. You know, every, all of us brush our teeth. We take showers and uh, take care of our personal hygiene. We need to take, and that is, that is, we are supposed to do that. That's our body. We're body, soul, and spirit. But we're supposed to cleanse our minds and our spirits. It says in um, Thessalonians, Second Thessalonians, I believe, chapter 5, it says, God wants your whole body, spirit, and soul to be blameless at the coming of the Lord. And so we know that we're washed by the water of the word. And to, to sanctify yourselves, and you shall be holy, for I am holy. Neither shall you defile yourselves with any manner of creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. For I am the Lord that brings you up out of the land of Egypt to be your God. You shall therefore be holy. You shall therefore be pure. For God doesn't want you to be anything but pure. So we are to be holy in all we do. 1 Peter 1, 13 through 16. And uh, we need to remember that we were delivered from the wrath to come. But we must keep it that way. 1 Thessalonians 1, 10. And to wait for his son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, even Jesus, which delivered us from the wrath to come. See, when you come into Christ and, and you've departed the world and you're working out your salvation, you have departed the wrath of God and you're in the love of God and the forgiveness of God. But God loves the world, the ones that aren't his, and he's always working to bring you to him. But his stand that cannot change is his wrath is upon sin. See? And so we just need to come into right alignment with God. Good. Rialoran International Ministries Incorporated appreciates all of its faithful covenant partners and wishes each and every one of you a beautiful life with Jesus. Please visit Rialoran today at www.rialoran.org.